ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to Wrecking Your Racing. I'm your host, the Gas Man, with my co-host with the most... Lugs. The most what? The most, um... Most knowledge? Yeah, yeah. I mean, after that trivia, so I think that was uh, <laughs> kind of self-explanatory. Oh, well, thanks, man. I try. Yeah, yeah. I, I, hey, you deserve it. You deserve the kudos for that. I was able to blurt my name out quicker. I think that's the only reason uh, I won. Lugs, gas man. Like, it, <laughs> it literally, like, the mental capacity I had at the moment, <laughs> trying to think and then try to say my name. And it's being multiple syllables. I'm like, look, <laughs> slightly disadvantaged. So yeah. next time, I already have a plan. Next time, I'm just saying guess. There you go. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like that it's an unfair advantage that we did not think about going your way. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, we need to try those out in the wind tunnel next time and make sure they're equivalent. Make sure they're streamlined. Yeah. Cool. Wow, uh, what a week. What a week. Uh, so, oh, first of all, uh, you drinking anything special this week? Uh, I just got me a Coke Zero here. Awesome. I'm just drinking a Dive Mountain Dew. Cool. Yeah, I've got, I'm driving. Homage to uh, Chase Elliott slash Dale, sure. Dale Jr. when yeah. he used to. Cause you yeah. don't see Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, we haven't seen Diet Mountain Dew in a while. Not since like Dale Jr. did yeah. a couple of cars yeah. with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've seen the various other Mountain Dew schemes on Chase, but nothing with Diet in a while. It's my favorite drink. Changing up the marketing strategies, I guess. Probably. It is weird how these soda companies, or even the beer companies, kind of go from one to the other to the other. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah rotating just brand awareness, or if it's sales-driven, or you know what I mean? like. Yeah, so hey, this month, trends. or this year, our focus is going to be our energy market, so mm. we're going to put everything in like Coke energy, or Amp energy, whatever, and then this year, our diets are taking off, so let's put focus on that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure some kind of brand strategy that that entails. I I, I don't know. I'm just sure sure there's something. Be cool. That'd be a cool uh, industry segment to work in. There Forca- you, forecasting. There you go. You got a marketing degree, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I live in BFE, Evansville, Indiana. So. <laughs> yeah, well, we got a lot of opportunities here. Mm. To smoke meth. Mm. Yeah, to smoke <laughs> meth, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's dig into some news, shall we? Yeah. What what a week. So uh, really, there's not a whole lot of news, but there's just one big white elephant in the room. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I I don't know I'm how. I'm just at a loss of words. Honestly. Yeah. No kidding. This is kind of a um. Okay, so let's back up. What what happened? So what happened is one of the biggest stars in the sport, even though he couldn't finish a race without hitting the wall, one of the biggest stars in the sport said something he should not have said. Yes. Very derogatory racist term. Yes. Um, and uh, do I believe that Kyle is racist or, or meant to say that? Well, obviously it came out of his mouth, but do I believe he's truly a racist individual? No. He's part right. of the Drive for Diversity program. I yeah. think it was honestly a, just a bad mistake on his part and he's decision i wouldn't call it a mistake a bad decision decision, on his part Uh, and he's gonna pay for that dear dearly oh yeah he already has yeah yeah huge um and you know we've had a lot of conversation this before the show and through messenger and stuff like that and uh, 
you know, I'm going to keep some of my personal thoughts to myself, but we've talked about it. Cancel culture, right? Like, yeah. Everybody's so PC nowadays. And I don't condone the word that he used or anybody using it at any point, but to, I do feel like the backlash has been a bit severe. Yeah. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. It's it's expected. Right now in this environment, this world, it's expected. Do do I think sponsors rightfully should end contracts with him? Yeah, I think that's a debatable topic. Yeah. Do I think he should be suspended without pay? Yeah. Do I think he should go to insensitivity, insensitivity training? Yeah. But to be, you know, terminated from a race team for it, that's where... I mean, publicly shamed to no end as well. Yeah. I mean, this is something he, you know, it changed his life, right? And, you know, there could be arguments made. Oh, overnight. Yeah. Changed his life. So, I don't know, man. I mean, I, 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 I see both sides of it. Don't get me wrong, right? Yes. I'm in a very much uh, PC type of environment and, and work, right. working world yes. uh, myself. Yes, and um, so, I get it, right? I, I totally understand it, but. To a point, I almost think the backlash has been too extreme. But again, it's it's unfortunately a byproduct of this PC cancel culture. Yeah, exactly. And so let me dial it back a little bit. I, I'm just going out. I'm going out there and saying he should have kept his damn mouth shut and not said it. Joking or not joking, it should never come out of his mouth. Period. Obviously, I don't think he would have said it if he knew he was broadcasting. I I agree. If he knew he was just talking to his spotter or crew chief or whoever it was, I think he probably still would have said it. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shouldn't say it. Big, big issue there. Um, Kind of going back to what you said, did he mean it? I don't think he... I don't think he meant it at all. But here's the problem is that People hear that word automatically, and they are on the attack. So we talked about how this cancel culture, the way it acts, but it's such a hypocritical culture. So they're, you know, they're reprimanding Kyle for saying this, and he should, as we just discussed, he should be reprimanded. I'm not shocked at all that he was terminated. Not shocked. And actually, I think I called it like on our text that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But you have all these people. I'm just going to use Twitter because that's the easiest platform to talk about. Twitter, everybody has their pitchforks out and they're attacking him. They're stabbing him. Yeah, well, how does that make you better? How does that make you better than him? I mean, he, he. I'm not going to use the word mistake because he just plain fucked up. But it made a horrible decision. He has to live with the consequences, unfortunately. Um, but all these people are attacking him, talking all the. I mean, they're saying horrible things about him. Yeah, and that just puts them on the same level. So yeah. how's that? How is that? Um, yeah, we need to work it's for a the, positive outcome. Yeah, it's the and, uh, the pot calling the kettle black. And uh, with social media, everybody's got a voice, and they think that their voice should be heard. So, right, you're right. It, it's it's the same. It's the same outcome, right? It puts them on the same level. Um, one one MLB player came out and said that he wants to fight him in UFC after like <laughs> his career's over. Yeah, with. yeah. Um, and I think I sent you a thing too. Also, like. Was it Pat McAfee that was... Pat McAfee? McAfee. Yeah, he used to be a punter for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's got, a, I think, a podcast now or some oh, type of show. I think he's got an actual show like Fox Sports or something. Yeah. and Which, even, I, I watched that. I was not happy with that I episode. thought he was a little harsh, too, man. I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, 
And not only was he harsh, he played on a NASCAR stereotype. I think it made him look like an idiot. Well, let's 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 deep dive on that a little bit. Kyle didn't the sport no favors in what he said, right? No. NASCAR's made no. tremendous strides Huge. in diversity in the last decade and that was a terrible, terrible, terrible thing that happened and probably regressed it back 15 years, if not further now. Like, it just solidified so, people's stereotypes that's what I was gonna say, in their tw- minds. 20 years ago, I wouldn't say it's commonplace, but it wasn't uncommon to hear it, see it at a race. Mm-hmm. How many races have we been to in the past two years with doing this podcast where we see no evidence of that? Yeah, I honestly don't know if I've ever heard it. At a racetrack before. I, honestly, I've never heard it. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised uh, based on the other mm-hmm. aspects of the environment that I was in. Sure. Especially, it's okay, my first race I went to was in 94. That was a whole different ballgame game. Well, yeah, then. and you are at Talladega where the Ex- Confederate exactly. flag is yeah. flying high. Yeah, um, exactly. So that was my first intro into NASCAR world from that, from that standpoint of actually being there. But I say that even then. People may have said stuff, but they were still super nice to people of color. Mm-hmm. They're they're very two faced people, and we still live in the world today where there's a lot of two faced yeah. people. Um, and I'm not condoning it uh, by any means. And like I said Kyle should be held held to a higher standard because he is on a higher standard. He is a professional athlete, um, but he made a bad decision. Should his career end over? No. People should look at it. Okay, so let's talk about our prison system. There's a whole group of people out there talking about prison reform. You know, college education in prison. We should do lighter sentences for drugs, blah, blah. So if we're going to say there should be lighter penalties for all these people who committed all these crimes, technically Kyle did not commit a crime. He's committed a huge blunder. We shouldn't persecute him like we do the people in prison. We should... People are, I, I don't know, I just think people were way overreacting on it. It's worth a conversation. It's worth a sensitivity training. Punishments, consequences, but not losing a career over mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, that that kind of leads us into the next point, right? Like, what's next? Obviously, there's a lot of, a lot of question with the racing season as is, right? But, you know, who's going to backfill that? Who, there's only uh, one person. I assume that the sponsors will stay with Chip Ganassi, Which right? Which they've already came out and said they were. Um, yeah. So who, who's next? Who can fill in the 42? There's only one person that makes sense. That's Ross Chastain. He's already under contract with Ganassi. He is a face that sponsors can relate to. So you think like. he'll just walk away from Roush if Newman's not clear to return? I do. I think because he's basically on loan to Roush. I think Ganassi will step up and say, hey, look, we have to pull him back into our fold for circumstances we were not expecting. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have to pull him back in. So um, I will say this. I did talk to an industry source um, that verified 100% that that Ross would probably be taking that ride. Oh, really? Yes. Well, and I think that's what, you know, everybody is kind of expecting anyways. So it's no really shocker there. And this person that I talked to thinks that Ryan will be back by the time we go back racing. Uh, Yeah. 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 That's good. Um, You know, the other question I have is, um, actually, I just forgot it. (laughs) So what's what's the cards hold for for Larson? Oh, that's what I was going to say is, you know, this was primed to be, 
a big year for Larson, right? It's a contract year. Everybody was kind of wondering where he would go next. Um, would he have a shot at the 48? Well, now with Chevrolet ending that, you know, yeah, that's, that's definitely that's not going to happen. Out, out the door, yeah. So, you know, my thought is he would be going over to Stuart Haas, right? Yeah. If Boyer or somebody like right. that doesn't fill one of those seats next year, or right. would Ford want him, right? Would Ford entertain that? So here, here's my take on that, Lux, is that Stuart Haas is the only logical big team choice. If if any big team out there is going to take a chance on Larson, it's going to be Stuart Haas. Mm-hmm. Unless you get a, a smaller team, I mean, that's the only other way he has a chance in the sport over the next couple of years. Yeah, but and even that's then I don't... My next question is, do you see kyle in a cup ride this year at any point to 2020 nope no i don't see him in a cup ride at all this year um and then i think he'll get a shot at stewart haas next year is my prediction and for multiple reasons one is it could be he could come back you know six eight months later whatever and say look i'm a changed person i went to all this training and stuff like that it allows Stuart Hospital will say, look, we're going to give him a second chance, but he's going to be on a tight leash. Mm-hmm. And they can kind of keep their hands clean that way. And then you have Stuart, who is, I mean, the face of controversy in NASCAR. Right. And the dirt track experience between Stuart and, and Larson. I think Stuart has so much respect for Larson. Stuart's one of those people who will speak his mind. The only way it doesn't happen, if you ask me, is if Ford steps in and says, look, no. Yeah, yeah. So if Larson is not in Stuart Haas Racing Equipment next year, the reason is because of Ford. Yeah, I, I would totally, I would agree with that because obviously Stewart's had some second chances in his right. in his life, so I think he will be open to that as well. Um, but I mean, no, it took I, Kurt I agree. Bush in. Controversial yeah. Kurt Busch. Right. So let's talk about Kurt Busch real quick. He lost his right at Penske, and what did he do? He basically went off on a media guy. Mm-hmm. Was it Dr. Jerry Punch? Yeah. But did he call him an N-word? No. No. So he got fired from that job. That's one reason why I was texting you the other day that I think it, he has to be terminated because just a comparison between the two. So anyway, looks bottom line is termination had to happen. I'm hoping he does bounce back in 2021 like, like it never happened. Kurt Busch was able to turn his career around. Kyle... I'm not trying. I mean, it's apples and oranges with Kyle and Kurt, but Kyle to me is a lot more professional. And it yeah, and that's is, the thing is Kyle's never been outspoken. No, not at all. So, like for this to happen, you know, again, I, I think he'll rebound. It's gonna take some time. Um, I think he just needs to go do his dirt thing for yeah. the rest of the year. Have some fun. Clear your mind. Learn from this. Right. Right. I don't think it's really reflective or indicative. Indicative of. Who he really is at his core, I think he just made an error, and he needs to learn from it. Yeah. I I do have one question. Is is him and Bubba friends? (laughs) I would think they are. I don't know, man. I'm not sure what their relationship is. I kind of wondered that. Like, I mean, that kind of puts an elephant in the room, you know? If I was... Well, what I'm saying is that if I'm Bubba, okay, and Kyle's actually a good friend of mine, I'm going to go out there and defend him. Say, come on, guys. He's not like that. I'm black. Yeah, I'm his friend. But I don't. But I'm not seeing that, so it makes me wonder. 
Right. Is, is I, him and Bubba not close? Yeah, is Bubba not taking a chance to open that door? Right. I mean, I think that that puts Bubba in a tough space, too. It does. Sure. You know, he's basically being a spokesperson for all African Americans. Like, yeah. I don't think he wants that weight on sure. his shoulders. So, sure. you know, I don't know. So, what other kind of, like, I've not hardly seen anything from any driver. Speaking like, up speaking about Speaking up it. about No, it. I haven't either, man. I think it's, everybody just kind of knows, like, hey, that's something. That, it's hard to defend that, right? No, you can't defend it. I mean, so, obviously, you can't defend I it. Think, I think the best thing here is, you know, is going to be time, right? Time heals all wounds. Yeah. And, and I think that. And the one benefit for Larson doing it in 2020 is that it's 2020, so some other crazy freaking thing's going to happen by a week. Well, also think about this, like, right? Like, there's no other sporting activity. Like, everybody picked this story up. Oh, huge. Um, Huge. Do I think it would have been as big as it was if everybody wasn't quarantined and there was no other sports in the world? No. 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 Do I think that would make it right? No. But I'm just saying, like, I think it also was turned into what it was because... We did. We had a thousand different spotlights on it. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom line is, it wasn't right. He had to be punished to this extreme. Probably not. Um, and people really out there need to check themselves and not be Before hypocritical pieces of shit. That's true. That's the bottom line. I agree. Now we're going to the fun portion of the show. I hope uh, where we're gonna have fans call in and we'll talk to our fans. Yeah. What are we gonna talk to them about? I whatever they want to. So I'm sure our first person calling to Jessica Mueller, so I'm sure fantasy will come up. Kevin Harvick will come up. <laughs> and from there, I don't know. All right. Maybe I'll ask her how nursing school is going. We'll see how everybody's dealing with the pandemic and yeah. lack of racing. Uh, we do have, I think iRacing is making a return this week with Richmond, right? Correct. So Correct. I'm still looking to buy a steering wheel. <gasps> Yeah. What are we going to get? I'm not saying that I'm going to. I'm looking. No, you've already agreed to it. <laughs> well, I didn't that expect. Was off, that was off I didn't, the air. I, did, I didn't expect steering wheel prices to double, like basically overnight. Just bite the bullet. Just take it. Just bend over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're already uh, whipping up all these paint schemes, man. You're becoming a pro. You just. I, have you even looked at the schemes I sent you? I've seen the two, yeah. Okay, well, that, I don't know if you know this, but I've been putting the word lugs above your door. Like, I even put your name on the door on these cars I made oh, you. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. That's cool. Yeah. I made you a Silverado. You don't even drive a damn Silverado. <laughs> I just assumed you were, and come find out you're driving a crappy Tundra. Hey, now. <laughs> Who drives a Silverado that just had all these mechanical issues? Not a lot. I've had some. <laughs> some. Um, no, but I do have... Everything I have is... Chevrolet, except for the truck series. So, have you looked at paint schemes and trading paints? Yeah, have yeah. You, and actually, I'm kicking cool? myself because I didn't download and do that sooner. Aren't there some badass paint schemes? There, on? There's there really some really is. talented people. Yeah, there is, man. Pretty much any car you can think of that had any historical value, like the Dave's the Thunder's car, Jeff Gordon's T Rex car, it's I mean, on there. Anything, everything's on there. Yeah. And there's some really cool, like fantasy or made up, you know, schemes too. Yeah. Um, but I'm kicking myself for not doing it sooner. Back when we had, um, what was his name? Steve? Uh, Luvender, yeah. Luvender, yeah, yeah. Steve Luvender on. I should have gone on there then, yeah. and I don't know why I didn't. I mean, but. our logo is an option for your car. That's awesome. It is awesome. Now, do you have to shade it yourself? Does it automatically do all the shading? It automatically does it, because I'm not that talented. Okay, because I mean, you I'm, remember on like NASCAR 2 and 3, you yeah, had to do the shading yeah, no, yourself. No, no. They, it does shading for you. Um, 
I do make some badass paint schemes. I just gotta say, <laughs> what was <What's> that? <laughs> I didn't know if you're gonna bring up your NASCAR two and three paint schemes on. The I t- think we've already talked about that. Yeah, we a did. Couple times we did. But I didn't know if that's what you were referring. <laughs> no, to. No, no, no. I'm referring to my new one, my new and improved wrecking and racing gotcha. paint schemes. Well, maybe I'll make one up for uh, the truck series, the Tundra. I, that's where I'm most competitive right now. Like I can finish top five in Xfinity and Cup, but like I've actually been somewhat challenging for some wins in the truck series so that's kind of where i've been focusing lately so good. i just need to make a paint scheme yep right. yep so good luck to you and i hope you get a win soon yeah i hope so too it's getting it's gonna be a dry spell long spell i feel like michael waltrip going like 17 years without a win <laughs> um but when it happens it'll happen there's going to be champagne flying in the office. Yeah. You'll know. I send you all my Snapchats. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when are you going to get involved with it, man? When are you going to... First off, what wheel are you going to get? I don't know. Whichever one's the cheapest. I actually told... None this, of them are going to be cheap. I told this one standing next to me that I'm going to teach her to drive on iRacing. I, I was like, she's going to learn how to drive a car from iRacing. Hey, she could be the... Uh, she could be the next, you know, iRacing development driver. Maybe. So that's why you should get the good steering wheel and <laughs> then have her start playing it. What's your take on that? Learning to drive on iRacing, what do you think? You should do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From the mind of a nine-year-old. So anyway, folks, we should be having our first caller any minute, Jessica Mueller. Well, we are joined with Jessica Miller, one of our biggest fans. Hey, Jessica. Hey, how are y'all doing? Fantastic. So not only one of our biggest fans, but you are the inaugural Wrecking and Racing Podcast Fantasy Champion. I'm going to be champion this year, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> talking smack, smack already. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you got a lot more competition this year. A lot more competition. And stiffer rules. Yeah, there's this one guy that's there's this one guy named Tyler Ellington that say he's gonna beat the hell out of you at home and uh, in fantasy. Look, I, when the real racing comes back, I'm gonna come back. Screw this eye racing shit. <laughs> I've already gained twenty points on you. You better step up your yeah, game. Yeah, so did Tyler. <laughs> Done. He's better at the video game stuff. I guess so. I hear this Jaws music playing in the background, and he he's coming for you. He's sneaking up behind you right now. <laughs> so, Jessica, have you been watching their eye racing races, or? Yeah, kind of. When I can, it's just school's a mess too. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, tell everybody what you're going to school for. A nursing. I have nine days left. Woohoo! You got a job already. Yes, over here in Athens, on their heart floor. Athens, Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we should say, hey, Jessica's from Georgia. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's say we do get back to racing this year and fans can attend the races. Do you have any that you're going to try and make this year? Well, I had the Atlanta tickets, so hopefully they reschedule Atlanta and I can go there. If not, I'm going to use the money and go to Bristol. Okay. okay. And we had the luxury of meeting you last year at Bristol. Yes, that was awesome. Was that like the moment you met your biggest uh, star? Uh, sure. <laughs> Until I meet Harvick. You haven't met Kevin before? No. Oh. Hmm. 
Man, we've met him like 35 times now. Well, y'all are the cool ones to get the pit pass. <laughs> I'm kidding. We've we've <laughs> not we've, we've walked past him. <laughs> yeah, we've walked past him. Several Actually, times he almost and, ran into us. Yeah, oh. and y'all spit me the pictures when his freaking transmission and everything messed up at Bristol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally. It's funny talking about Bristol. I was standing in the pits. I turned around. Right when I turned around, Harvick's like a foot from me, get ready to run right into me. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, the car. And I just froze. Yeah, I did the I, same thing, I just man. Just froze, and all the media and stuff, like all the cameras, are running past. <laughs> Us. I'm just standing there like an hey, idiot. We're, we're almost getting hit by the car and everything. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, wow. So you're a huge Harvick fan? Yeah, he's in the race this weekend, finally. Oh, he's doing iRacing He is. Weekend. He was announced okay. today he was doing iRacing Okay, this I weekend. didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So that will be fun. How that do you think fun. he'll do? I don't know. We'll see. I'm still going to pick him. He'll be all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it won't be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> so I hear you're engaged. Yeah, it's a Tyler. He's yeah. Y'all had it right on the last podcast. You didn't look like you were stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your dad is playing fantasy as well. Yeah, he's like way down there somewhere. Wait, wait, he what? said he wants a trophy for last place. Oh, okay. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Well, maybe we can make it look like a big piece of crap or something and uh, put that as a trophy. That work. Uh, yeah. So, what kind of uh, what kind of stuff are you into? Like, let our like tell tell our fans about who you are. Well, I like NASCAR. I like dirt track racing, which is also on pause because of Corona. Um, WWE. I play Xbox and then trying to finish my nursing career, which is all over the place. What do you play on Xbox? Uh, Fallout, uh, Call of Duty, what else? NASCAR Heat 4? (laughs) Yeah, I got it. I ain't really been playing it much. Oh, come on. Well, why not? I ain't had time to even play Xbox because of school. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Always excuses. Always excuse. I can't say anything. I am not playing iRacing, so <laughs> I pay a lot of money each year for iRacing that I do not play. <laughs> yeah, because you forget to cancel it before it auto renews. Yeah. Um, all right, Jessica. Well, when did you start watching NASCAR? Uh, let's see. I grew up watching it with my dad, so my dad got me into it when I was real young. Like, we used to watch Earnhardt and everybody. So young. And then when I met... Tyler, I got him into it, so he's into it because of me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and he likes Jimmy Johnson, right? Your second favorite driver? That's the only one he knew. He's like, that's the only name I knew. And then he figured out Elliot's from Georgia, so he jumped on the Elliot train. All right. Yeah. That's that's not a bad thing. (laughs) What's the first race you went to? I like my harvest. Yeah. My dad took me to Atlanta. Which makes sense, being from Georgia. Yeah. And we usually go to Atlanta, but usually it rains. So we we tried Bristol last year. So now I really don't want to go back to Atlanta. I like Bristol more. Yeah, last year we had all these rained out races and snow. And this year, since this corona thing, all the weather's been perfect. (laughs) That's the way it goes. I hope they do Atlanta in the summer. I do too. That would Maybe be a good race. Yeah, hot get track, get it hot, and, slick, yeah. worn out track. That'd be that'd be a good be a good one in the in the heat. Um, 
Cool. Well, do you have questions for us? What what you want our ad, ad, uh, expert opinion on anything? Nah. <laughs> no, okay. No. Yeah, no, she's she's listened to the show enough to know we don't have expert opinions Man, on anything. I thought I thought that's what this whole thing was. I thought people yeah. were calling it with questions. I I do have a question just out of curiosity. I got a question. You, you see you do or you don't? <laughs> I don't, because half the time I message y'all on Facebook when something goes on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or, I, how do you, okay, wait, how do y'all feel about the whole Larson thing? Oh, my gosh. Well, you'll have to re-listen to this episode in the beginning part. Yeah. We yeah. just got done recording that section of the show. So you'll have to listen. <laughs> so we'll put it at that. You just, you just have to listen. Yeah, that's a long uh, a long conversation to start up again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I do have a question. Okay. I do have a question for you. Uh, so how did you, how did you find us like our show and start listening to us? Well, I follow a bunch of NASCAR pages anyways on Facebook and y'all popped up and I listened to one of the podcasts and I was like, Hey, these guys are pretty cool. I'll try out the fantasy league and everything. And come to find out I win it last year. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, Very so good. you listened to the wrong podcast and mistaken it for us. You said they're a bunch of cool guys, so obviously that was not us. Well, y'all <laughs> Well, okay, I take it back. I'm the cool one, and Lugs is the one that drools. Way cooler. I'm cool, Lug drools, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you don't have anything for us? You sure anything besides yeah. the Larson thing? I'm good. <laughs> all right well all right well congratulations to you and tyler's engagement uh we will exp- ins- inspect or inspect expect uh invite and for you to send us gifts <laughs> what'd you say and for you to send us gifts okay cool instead of us sending it. you gifts we're gonna change it up you're gonna send us wedding gifts so okay are y'all two getting married now? No, 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 no. He, he <laughs> my wife might be upset with that. He wishes. I do, I do have some marriage advice for you, though. Um, the one thing I've learned from two marriages and uh, being married for a total of uh, fourteen years, fourteen years of my adult life, uh, don't do it. <laughs> That's my uh, wedding advice don't for do you. It. Yeah. <laughs> that that is an expert opinion for you. I'm I'm living <laughs> oh, proof of it. You. Yeah. All right, Jessica, thanks for calling in. Continue to listen to the show. We appreciate you. All right, thank y'all. See ya. Have fun at class tonight. All right, bye. Bye. And that was Jessica, one of our most loyal listeners, uh, fantasy players. Congratulations to her winning that first fantasy season. Yeah. It ain't going to happen this year, though. No, it's not. I'm going to come from second to last place. <laughs> okay, and well, win it all. write it down now. Lugs from second to last. <laughs> yeah. And our next listener that's calling in is John Elliott from California. John, John, John Elliott from California. It is going well, sir. Thank you for asking. Have we ever had the pleasure of actually speaking to you before? Uh, No, I've not. Okay, okay. I know we've talked a lot via uh, Facebook and, and emails and... And stuff like that. I just didn't know if we ever actually had a chance to talk to you voice to voice. Oh yeah, it's it's, uh, it's good to uh, finally put a <laughs> uh, a bit of a voice to the a voice to the uh, to the emails, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exa- exactly. Well, thanks for calling in, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So we want to know about John Elliott. 
So, John, tell us about how you are a NASCAR fan or pose as a NASCAR fan and how you got started watching NASCAR. Well, I, uh, uh, growing up, I was just, you know, I knew of NASCAR, yay, so NASCAR, and uh, my little brother, who was about uh, six years younger than me, was always, go Jeff Gordon, go Jeff Gordon, and we didn't really, we didn't watch every race, and but we, I knew of NASCAR, but it all changed in 2004, actually, yeah, in 2004, when uh, I got the, the video game NASCAR Thunder 2004, oh, and I game. played it, and and it was just a cool, it was just, I don't know if you've played it before, but it was just an awesome game. And this was just right before, like a week before the uh, Daytona 500. So I made sure to watch the Daytona 500 and gosh, uh, Dale Jr. wins. I'm like, wow, that was awesome. And then the next race, it was uh, Matt Kenseth and Casey Kane and uh, that close finish. I was like, that was amazing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, from there I was hooked. That's awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, so Lugs uh, more so than I, but we both have experience with that game. Was yeah, it NASCAR was that 2004? the was that the total team control or was that the following? I think that might have been 2006, but uh, yeah, 04 was a good one. I remember that one. Yeah, I think our m- most iconic one that we had was what 2003 edition. Yeah, maybe um, when EA had it, man, those were all good games. Yeah, they were good games. Just. Uh Fortunately, they uh, they set the rights though, and oh well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, are you still playing uh, NASCAR games to this date? Um, I get on every now and again. Um, it's uh, I'm, I'm definitely not as good as I, I uh, used to be, which is strange. But um, I go in there. I definitely try to keep it off the wall, and I'll stay around in, in the mid twenties. And uh, okay. Uh, What's yeah, um, I'm not known for my I'm not known for my career in it. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I trust me, I understand. What's your thoughts on all the eye racing that's going on? Any interest in that, or just uh, not anything that you want to get, dip your toes into? Um, I enjoy watching it. <laughs> um, tr- uh, trying it. Um, uh, at the moment, I don't really have the the money spent yeah. at the moment. And that's the, the bad thing about iRacing is such a expensive barrier to entry. I mean, it's cheap compared to a car, but compared to gaming system that is pretty expensive. Yeah, I mean, you got to have at least, you know, a $500 rig just in the PC itself probably and then it's, you know, to be competitive, <sighs> steering wheel, pedals, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you're at least going to be looking at 750 to a grand, I think if you want to be competitive on the low end yeah if you want to be if you want to be competitive and that'll buy you a real car in real life so (laughs) you know maybe not a great one but it but it will yeah exactly when uh uh, at the beginning of the season when uh uh that gas man you when you uh when you sold your steering wheel (laughs) i i also had the thought to myself you know and just i don't know when but he, he, he may regret having to sell it and i was like now here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so about that, I actually, uh, the person I sold it to was my niece's boyfriend. I actually reached out to oh. him out of desperation today to try to buy it back. <laughs> <laughs> with with the profit. With, with the profit. I would give him an extra 25 bucks over what he paid for it to get it back. There yeah. you go. He's making money on the deal. Yeah, these damn steering wheels. I've been looking at so Lux and I had had an agreement. 
that if something particular happened, then I would buy a steering wheel. And that particular thing happened. Uh, so I'm in the market for a steering wheel, but the damn prices on these things like doubled overnight. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, so to get this set up like what, what Logs has is like $600. To get the and new I, version my, of that is like five hundred dollars. Stupid yeah, and, and mine is not elaborate by any means. Mine's a ten year old wheel. Yeah, and exactly. And for some reason, it's just that expensive right now. Like the, the resale is just still maintaining, yeah. growing. It, it's it's uh, astronomical, and, and I don't understand why. Because you it's, can go out and buy some of these newer wheels that have more technology and are not necessarily as expensive. So I don't know. Yeah. So John, tell us about tell us about um, like your first race you went to, um, and then also tell us how you heard about wrecking and racing. Uh, let's see. Uh, first race I went to was in February of 2005. Um, it's the, uh, then Bush, uh, Bush series. Um, I think it was the Sayre brothers 300. <laughs> and, um, yeah, my dad, uh, took me, uh, uh, it took me, my brother, and sister, and uh, we got to experience it firsthand over in uh, Fontana, and uh, we just had we just had a blast. And I, I wish I could say more, but I, I just it was just a blast. <laughs> yeah, that's and, bottom line. That's great. What, what was the uh, what was the second part of the question? This well, it's kind of a whole different question. Was uh, how'd you find us? Oh. Um, I think I was just, uh, looking for, uh, uh, different podcasts to listen, listen to. I had, I had started listening to, um, one NASCAR podcast and it, they're, he's still pretty, going pretty good. Um, heard of lap traffic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I kind of still wanted to expand on that, to, you know, cause going to and from work, I mean, I. I listened to podcasts. I listened to Audible, and I was like, "Yeah, let's, we can put another one in there." So I was looking on. I just searched up uh, uh, in Podbean. I just searched up uh, NASCAR, and uh, a wrecking and racing showed up. And I was like, "Well, let's go ahead and give him a shot." And I, I, you, I can't remember which episode I started with, but uh, it was a super long one. I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> I came back. But I came back like uh, I think a month later. And I I uh, listened to that that episode, and uh, yeah, I liked it much better. And that was it wasn't uh, quite just, as boring. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, um, I don't really know what the difference was between the two, besides the uh, besides the length. But uh, yeah. it was just uh, more uh, more. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe we were just able to enjoy it a lot more. Sure, and maybe we were more comfortable because if you listen to our early episodes where we really had no idea what the <laughs> f we were doing, and we still don't, but we know we are at least going in the right direction. I think <laughs> we, we our talking and conversations are flowing a little better now than what they yeah, were. Yeah, and in the beginning they they were not very cohesive, uh, but there were some definitely some longer ones out there that oh, yeah. that we had. Um, John, what um, you, you said, Fontana is the closest track to you out there in California? Uh, yes, I'm about 10 miles away. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, that was my wow. next yeah. question is how long does it take you to get there? So not long. Okay. How many times have you been to that well, track? Well, 
<laughs> traffic. Well, t- 10 minutes with no traffic, uh, 20 minutes with. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, how many times have you been to that track to, to see a race? Oh, let's see. One, two, three. I've gone at least maybe eight times. Okay. But, wow. uh, that, that's also drawn out, too, because, uh, uh, yeah, there was about two years I wasn't in the country. Awesome, awesome. I think if I lived 20 minutes from a racetrack, I would go every year, too. Or at least oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You said there's like two years you were out of the country. Is that what you said? Yeah. Where were you at? Oh, I went to Peru. Oh, like Mission or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah, how was it? Oh, I had a great time. Uh, learned Spanish. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm fluent in Spanish, and uh, yeah, I can. Uh, nice. Uh, talk to a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people here, uh, both. Uh, talk about racing both english and spanish that's, that's awesome that's yeah awesome. You, cool. are you part of the uh, daniels amigos uh i had i wanted to get into the daniels amigos but i had a i had a gut feeling that uh since it was a one-year contract it may not at the time i thought uh maybe i should wait for like a longer longer like a contract extension and uh yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I know. Yeah, Yo- you, you all know. You know what happened. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I do know Yo Quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> so I know a little bit of Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Apartment. Because so I know a little bit of Spanish. That doesn't count. Yeah, Yo Quiero Taco Bell and Hasta La Vista. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I actually know a lot more Spanish than that. I uh, actually my one of my brother-in-laws are is uh, from Mexico. Oh, cool! Yeah, so I don't really get a lot of personal stuff on the show, so I am curious. So you listen to our shows. How the hell did you listen to our show and say, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and listen again, and then turn around and say, you know what, I'm gonna become a loyal listener to these douchebags? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I guess I um. I guess after I got that se- uh, second, uh, heard the second episode, it was, uh, I was more, it was just, it was better than the first episode I listened to. Um, I was like, I kind of like this. Let's go on to the next episode and the next episode. Okay, this sounds actually pretty good. Let's go to the current episode. And um, it was like, okay, this is actually really good. I think I'll start listening to him and start uh, um, uh, I Interacting—that's the word. I, I oh, okay, okay. Well, we certainly appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and we also appreciate you wearing that uh, nice wrecking racing hat when you go to Fontana as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, every time I get to the racetrack, I make sure to wear it, and uh, I also uh, make sure to wear it uh, uh, in the winter time. It's—I uh, don't know if you can tell. It's just, I I don't have very much hair, so it keeps my head warm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, that's funny. Serves you a purpose, serves us a purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so tell us about where your loyalties in the NASCAR world lie. Are you a Ford guy, Chevy guy, Hendrick guy, Gibbs guy? Tell us what your your kind of guy you are. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um I used to be a I used to be a Ford guy. Uh but that sh- that shifted to Toyota. I know I'm gonna get a little bit of Back from other listeners about that. <laughs> well, I'm a I'm a Toyota guy. What um, what caused you to uh, shift? Um, 
probably when I bought uh, Corolla. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> because, um, Brand my first car was a was a Ford uh, Contour uh, ninety eight, and it was a even though I, I liked it, it ran ran okay. Uh, it just was a lemon, okay. and I and I got uh, anyway. I upgraded to a, a Corolla, and I don't have any problems with it. Awesome. Yeah, brand the, loyalty. The, yeah, the Corollas are pretty durable cars. Cool. So who's what What driver are you actively, who are you cheering on on Sundays uh, more than any other? Oh, let's see. I'm, all, I'm always pulling for uh, the under guys, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott. Um, I, I, last year, I really was going for Daniel Suarez, and uh, I, I really – want to keep cheering for him, but I also want him to be competitive. And just right now, he's not going to be competitive for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, you won't hear me rooting for Kyle Busch or Truex. Um, <laughs> Smart. Well, I, I, Smart. I, I like Keselowski as well. And I want to I want to like Denny Hamlin, but every time I try, <laughs> does something stupid. All right, all right. I... I can get behind that decision a little bit. Yeah. Who do you think's going to step into the 48 next year? Well, um, I've seen some rumors that uh, Brad Kozlowski may not be staying at, at uh, Penske, so I think that should, that could, uh, I mean, uh, you could, uh, Kozlowski could go there. Um off the top of my head, I think he's the he could be the front runner. I and uh, let's see, Ross Chastain may go to forty two now. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Yeah, he's the front runner. Maybe Corey LeJoy, but uh, I mean, uh, I think Mister Mister Hendrick would like to have at least some more success than just uh, than just a bunch of uh, Xfinity and Cup Series starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. One caveat to throw out there is that with this coronavirus that we none of us could have predicted, is will Jimmy be back next year? He yeah he has. I think there is a chance. I think there no. is a chance. So, and that I mean, would I I personally I personally would like to see him back next year. I mean this this isn't much of a farewell year at all for him. Let's right. come back and do it again. Right. And yeah. Not only that, but uh. You know, it's not like they're going to have the, the new car next year. So right. it's not like he's going to step into a whole new car. It's going to be the same car. So, you know, again, uh, I could see it happening. Yeah, that definitely put a uh, a weird spin on the silly season coming up if that happens. Because I think everybody at this point is kind of expecting Keselowski, I think, to maybe step in the 48. Definitely a front runner. Um, yeah. But heck, maybe something something weird can happen. Uh, um, maybe you can get uh, someone like uh, like when Alex Bowman substitute for Dale Jr. Maybe someone could uh, maybe you could actually try out someone and uh, could lead to uh, lead good fruit. Yeah, maybe Kyle Larson will step in. <laughs> uh, I, I after, after Chevrolet got rid of him, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I I heard he might be looking for a ride. Yeah. Well, I I think he should go. I mean, I was reading on on Twitter earlier, and, he, and it was mentioned that uh, he was only in the, in the sport for money, but his real passion is dirt. And I thought, oh, maybe he should go back to dirt. 
Yeah, but, but there's just uh, no money in dirt. Yeah. That was the problem. Yep, but if not, I mean, Clint Boyer is rumored to be retiring at the end of the year, and he can go to the 14 if Tony lets him. <laughs> yeah, and we, you can whenever you go back to listen to the episode, you'll listen to the beginning part where we where we talk about that. But I think we're kind of in agreement with that. It's probably yep. the one option he has. I, I agree. Yep. Uh, so what kind of questions do you have for us? We've been throwing questions your way. It's your time to throw some questions our way. Well, um, how is it living in Indi- How is it Indiana? Terrible. Um, Next question. I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm just used to California. It's just hot in the summer, wet in the winter, and windy in the fall, and everything's on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, no offense to you, but I would never live in California. Yeah, it's a little, a little too, uh, a little too far um, left for me. <laughs> a little, little too much. Um, yeah, and uh, people are just jerks too. <laughs> well, I lived in, I lived in the Chicago area for a while. They cannot be worse than Chicago people. Yeah, it, it was really horrible. Um, so Indiana, Indiana's not bad if you like humid as hell summers that are ninety nine degrees, cold as balls winter that's like negative ten with a wind chill of negative twenty, um, and a week long spring and a week long fall. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> they say here. Uh, if you don't like the weather, just wait a day. Yeah, because. So in the mornings here, like right now in the mornings, it's like 37, 38 degrees um, this week. And then by the afternoons, it's like 67. So kind of a huge temperature fluctuations throughout the day. So in the morning, we're running the heater. In the evening, we're running the air conditioning in our houses. Well, I don't run the AC. (laughs) Some of us. Lugs is too tight. Some of us do that. (laughs) Yeah. What other kind of questions you uh, got? Here, uh, let's see. I like. Um, I want to do a bold ass pr- uh, prediction. What could be your bold ass prediction for, uh, for like a, uh, like something, come out of nowhere at, when we start going back racing? Uh, William Byron wins the first race we get back to. Ooh, I like that. I, I'm not saying I actually agree with that, but it's a bold ass prediction. <laughs> Come on, Lugs. What about you, Lugs? Um, Kyle Larson steps in the six car. Oh, <laughs> that's bold as hell. I mean, yeah. why not? <laughs> <laughs> just hit him and Chastain go do a little ride swap. That's all. I mean, Roush just did that this past season yeah. with Busher and and Stenhouse. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case. Though, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's wild. I'm yeah, so, it, that is it wild. Yeah, it's just like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to marry Danica Patrick. That's pretty damn wild. Not going to happen. And you're already married, so oh. you can't do that. <laughs> uh, what about, um, I know you've been to a few different tracks. Which, which ones were your favorite? Mm, favorite? I'm going to have to go Bristol. I just liked how small it was, be able to see everything, hear everything. It just, uh, the, the track. Now, you... One thing I was really surprised about was the people that worked at Bristol was not the friendliest people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, they weren't. Um, I would say I did enjoy Bristol quite a bit, but man, Charlotte holds a special place for me. That was, I mean, it was so good too. I, it's, it's so hard to really choose. That. Yeah, I like I like Charlotte a lot, uh, and not just because of the track and, and the racing that it 
you know puts on but also having all the tracks i'm sorry they all the race teams there and uh just you know just everybody comes out of the woodwork for those races and we got so damn drunk (laughs) that we almost didn't make it back home (laughs) well yes i've been there other times and i was a little more sober but what is your uh what is your uh beers or uh, alcohol choice bush light for me uh, when it comes to beers, I like Bush Light just as much as anything. I typically drink more like Diet and Jack or uh, Cranberry and Vodka. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not against uh, that's, fruity that's also, drinks. That's also a question too, because I'm just getting into the in, into the alcohol game. Just uh, I'm not I'm not overdoing it. I promise. Yeah. Um. Just uh, I I don't like I just don't really like beer really, and sure. um, I'm just trying out like. Like sure. uh, a little bit of uh, whiskey, tequila, yeah. rum. Do okay. you drink? Uh, do you drink Dr Pepper by chance? Uh, yeah. Well, if you drink Dr Pepper, my new drink right now that I'm doing is Dr Pepper with a Jim Beam Red Stag. It's like a like a cherry whiskey. So it's like Ooh. like a cherry Dr Pepper. It's uh to me, it's really good. Oh gosh! If I uh, when I get back to work and I have some play money, I can I think I'll go and give that a shot. You gonna drink at work? Is that what you just said? <laughs> oh oh oh! Excuse me. No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm unemployed right now. <laughs> uh, I understand. So are you furloughed? Like what? So you bring up an interesting point. You know, you know, we're sorry for what's happening in the world, and all these people are losing their jobs because of this. Um, so like, obviously, it's impacted you. Um, like is it like a layoff? Is it furloughed, or or are you just literally they just basically terminated you? Oh no, they said uh, they the owner said that they they will want me back. It's just uh, when um, when uh, California decides to lift some stay at home orders or essential business stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, they want me back. Just they don't really know when. I'm kind of hoping. Um, by the end of April, early part of May. Um, as long as I'm getting so crazy, just, uh, you know, bank account starting to well, yeah, you gotta, go low. Yeah, you got to have an income to live. Yeah, and, uh, hopefully yeah. you got your stimulus money or it will be soon. Oh, uh, actually, when it's low, I don't want you looking at the bank account. I should probably do that. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> understand. I think mine came today, I think. I don't know. Um, so yeah, man. It's, again, sorry to hear that. It sucks. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully get back on your feet quick, man. Um, what's uh, what's your kind of stay at home orders now? Like here, we're pretty much I think till April twenty first is the last I heard. That was but, basically May first. But but, but yeah, know. I've also heard that it's May first. Is that kind of the same for you guys out there? Or I don't know. I'm thinking about. It. I don't think we had a uh, we had a specific date where it was going to be lifted. I think. Uh, California just wanted to make sure to get over the peak first. Mm-hmm. Sure. I know Los Angeles County, they just extended it to June 1st. So that's pretty crazy. Wow. But hopefully it all passes over quick. Yeah, I hope so. It's uh, no fun going everywhere and seeing everyone in math. It's, it's strange, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is going to change our culture a lot when we come out of this. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely different. Uh, let's stop talking about negative stuff. What else you got? Oh, let's see. Um, let's see. Got Anna 
Oh, here's here's one. Um, now this could be your this could be your favorite driver, but what is your goat? Hmm. Uh, usually a Billy or a Mountain. Oh. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Gasman's goat is Tom Brady. Fudge you. Uh, You're one of those people. No, I'm not. No, 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 by by far. Um, man, I mean, without doubt, to me, it's got to be Dell Sr. Uh, but the one that that still shocks me to this day is David Pearson, um, how much respect I have for him now that I really didn't know. And I think it was episode three that we started talking about the best drivers of all time. And that episode changed my life forever just for the fact that I learned so much more about David Pearson than I actually knew. Hmm. So if you're not listening to episode three, go back and listen to episode three. Yeah, I must have missed that one. Maybe maybe not our most cohesive (laughs) episode, (laughs) but there's some good raw data there. Yeah, it was... uh, We we did some dumpster diving on... It was our top 10 driver episode, and I just learned a lot from doing that episode. Yeah. That's back when I actually put work into the show. Now I just kind of wing it. (laughs) (laughs) Like the rest of his life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say, man, I have to give... And this pains me. I think I said it in that episode, too. But it would be... I definitely think Pearson is up there. And of course Gordon, but man, I gotta give it to Johnson. Okay. Just who who no one's ever won five consecutive, that, that's right? True. In that's in true. this modern era. And he was literally literally I think I think our next caller is a few minutes early. Uh he's literally uh we'll get to Blake in just a minute, but uh um I was trying to say, oh, yeah, he's literally Kurt Bush. If, if Kurt Bush had hit that barrier on pit road, oh yeah, he would be a, he would be an eight time champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, insane, right? Yeah, it is. I, it is. I mean, literally an inch away from being an eight time champion. You know, and it's so hard to compare. We've talked about this so many times, John. You know, apples, the oranges, the different eras, cars. It's so hard to pick, but that would be my response. That would be my answer. Yeah. So, John, I, I hate to cut you off, but uh, our, it looks like our next caller is trying to call in. So we're going to switch. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to switch over to over to Blake here in just a second. We'll, we'll call him back. But uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate it. We'll do, let's do this again. Yeah, you're uh, one of our most loyal listeners. We thank you very much. And uh, we'd definitely like to have you on the show again sometime. Oh, absolutely. Um Hey, a question to uh, question to uh, the next caller. Sure. Uh, ask him what his bold ass prediction is. <laughs> bold ass prediction. All right, we we'll will do. We'll we will do. That's a good. That might be our a new segment that we <laughs> we introduce there, John. Yeah, we'll do. So, John, thanks again for joining us. And uh, our next caller, just so you can hear this, our next caller is Blake Smith. He actually does hot laps with Blake Smith. We've had him on the show before. We have talked about him on the show before i don't know if we've actually ever had him on right i don't think so i've been on his show before yeah uh but anyway we met him at bristol so he has his own uh or it's basically a radio internet radio show so all All right right. thanks Thanks, john John. appreciate it all right for sure talk to you later see See ya ya. bye-bye and we are joined by the badass blake smith from hot laps with blake smith hey blake hey good afternoon evening fellas how are we doing we're doing, doing we're doing great. Good, good. So I, I do have one question to start the show off with. 
is when is your show getting up and running again? Well, the way my show format runs is we do it live and uh, getting someone to talk about racing and, and getting inside of a restaurant in Owensboro to do that with the governor's current orders <laughs> is going is a big delay. So uh, we're kind of just playing it by ear. Okay. Okay. Understandable. Okay. Yeah, so do you have sites planned this year, like where you're going to be at, which restaurants? Are you going to be back at the uh, place here in Evansville? Uh, looking at maybe heading back over to Evansville, some skills VR there. Yeah, a couple of places here in Owensboro and town uh, on the fence, too. People just kind of seeing how the bottom line's going to look, honestly, when all this COVID's over to see what their operating is going to look like. Yeah, it's definitely kind of crazy right now. For sure. So you um, – you are about I don't know a half hour from us, forty minutes from us. Uh, yeah. What what kind of uh, what kind of orders is it like? Have you been to Evansville since all this has happened and seen any kind of differences between uh, Owensboro and Evansville, or is it, or do you know if there is a difference? Well, to be honest, I had to go to Evansville for a few things a week or so ago, and uh, you go inside of some of the stores here in Owensboro, and you see more people wearing masks and gloves, and then you go over to Evansville, you're like. Are they watching the same news? <laughs> uh, um, good point. But yeah, it, it really is different. That Ohio River uh, changes things a little bit. That's because we drink from it and it ruins them. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that between uh, Owensboro and Evansville, I think there's been like five bodies found this year. Yeah, the Ohio <laughs> River and the floodwaters has is, is, uh, shown a few things and uh, – Owensboro is kind of turning into little Evansville as far as the crime rate here anymore. Woo, that's not good. No, not at all. I used to watch the news and say, man, look at Evansville. Then I think, <laughs> man, look at Owensboro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so all of our listeners, Blake is from Owensboro, which is where the Waltrips come from, the Greens come from, and the apple of the NASCAR eye, Jeremy Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, a big crowd here out of Owensboro. Um Crew members, engine tuners, uh, like you mentioned, those drivers. Uh, Kentucky's a big state, and Owensboro's really the hub for racing in it, uh, in my opinion. Of course, you got Sparta that's the host of Kentucky Speedway, but uh, Owensboro has is, is really made a name for itself in racing and plenty of up-and-comers uh, in, in the future as well, I believe. So who do you think's the next up-and-comer? Put you on the spot. You know, th there's a lot of great talent uh, here in Owensboro and in the surrounding county area. A uh, young gentleman by the name of Charlie Mefford, he's a great uh, dirt track racer. Uh, he could be the next up-and-comer. He's got the mullet, so he's definitely got the uh, <laughs> Jeff Gordon, you know, early 90s flow going. Uh, and, and I've told these guys before, man, even on my show, I said, it really comes down to your lucky break. And, and to be honest with you, uh, you know, what you can bring to a race team as far as sponsorship-wise. Absolutely. That's what it all boils down to. Unfortunately. Those yeah. damn dollars. Yep, yep. Yeah. So we had the pleasure of meeting Blake in Bristol. That's how we actually we actually got in the same uh, bus together. That's how we met Blake. Um, so yeah, what was that, your? Uh, was an interesting night. It, it, it was. It very much was. Um, one thing that I just uh, was talking to the last caller about was um, I liked Bristol, but the people that worked there were kind of not the nicest people. Yeah, I believe me and you've talked about that before. Um... We didn't have Fox Sports or NBC or MRN on our badges and on our shirt, so uh, I think I guess they saw us as peasants in the media field. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely a different from what I'm used to going to the racetracks. Right. Are you going to go back this year if you can? 
I don't know if I'll go back to Bristol. Um, I mean, my schedule as far as my work stuff so busy. Definitely looking going to Kentucky. Um, I've looked at the schedules. I'm sure you fellas have too. That's coming out some of these schedules NASCAR is looking at, and one of them is oddly enough moving Kentucky to a Wednesday night race. I'm not sure I agree 110% with that. Though, in my opinion, if you're already solidified on the schedule and your date doesn't have to be changed, why change it? Because they're redheaded stepchildren. They're going to try to put the premium races, what they consider premium, on the weekends and start moving some of the tracks they don't consider premium into those weekday slots. I agree with you. Yeah, it looks like with the schedule that's uh, one of them that's been floating around, I know there's two or three different variations of it. The uh, Kentucky date, which I believe is July 13th, is actually shown to be Atlanta if NASCAR goes in that direction. Interesting. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest, Blake, I have not seen any of these. Are these just kind of floating around Twitter or? Floating around Twitter. Uh, Bob Pockers posted one a couple weeks ago okay. uh, and a couple others. That's the only variation I've seen. I know they said there's two or three going around. But, yeah. Interesting. Um, what? One I really paid attention to, like I said, Kentucky on a Wednesday following the weekend it's supposed to be and having Atlanta that Saturday night. Seems insane to me. Hmm. Okay. I know this is a shot in the dark, but when do you think we'll get back to racing? Well, uh, Dr. Fauci, I think that's how you pronounce it, said he could see some sports getting back without fans. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, every beginning of the season, I put uh, the NASCAR calendar. I sync it with the app, and it's on my phone mm -hmm. for every race on the schedule. And I don't know if you fellas noticed that too, mm -hmm. but uh, – NASCAR has removed your entire racing schedule up until Coke 600 weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did notice they took them off, but I didn't like go in and see when the you know when it started again. But that's a good observation. Yeah. They've got 600 weekend as the return date. Okay, all right. So Interesting. We're looking at uh, a month, Memorial Day, a little bit then. over a month. Yeah, or later. Yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah, Memorial right Day. Memorial Day. Yeah. Okay, all right. Nice. I, to be honest, fellas, I don't know how much more I racing you can go. We might be losing more and more stars and sponsors between now Oh, and my then. gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, the white elephant in the room, as I say, uh, <laughs> about the shit that's going on right now. Um, I, well, well it's, you, you have your own show, so you, you're used to this. What's what's your take on it? Uh, do I, 110%, that shouldn't have been said. Um whether he thought he was going to be not heard and maybe not being the star of the show like he thought he was. Maybe he thought he was just talking to his buddy in a private chat. I'm not real familiar with iRacing or how that goes. Um, I watched Elliot's Twitch the last time they raced, and, uh, of course, he didn't last very long at Bristol, so I turned that feed off rather quickly. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I don't know. Um, it seems like that video came out. Uh, shortly after that race and nothing was said until NASCAR and they'll, and, you know, made their comments and Chip Ganassi said suspended without pay. My question is, would things have been a little different if Larson would have made a public apology before NASCAR to force their hand? You know, I hadn't thought about that. Um, will that change perspective? Actually, I think, I think you're onto something. I think that would definitely would change his perspective, but a little more of a proactive approach. Saying, hey, I effed up, I own it, <clears throat> I learned from my mistakes, instead of feeling like a forced apology. Right, because, I mean, it was 
it was what late afternoon on Monday before he started making his apology late, maybe late morning, early afternoon. That's after McDonald's dropped. That's after, uh, you know, his other sponsorships dropped. That's after Chevrolet said, we're done with you. Uh, I don't know. Um, but I think that may have helped his case a little bit. Do I think it would have com- completely re- rectified the situation? No. No. And, and bottom line, like you said, he should, it should never been said. He has to deal with the consequences of it. Um, you know, I personally think that some people are going a little overboard on it. Uh, but just for the fact that they're like wanting to hang him up and, and, you know, stick the pitchfork to him and, uh, which is basically just being just as bad as saying something like that. So I just wish right. people it, weren't so hypocritical about it. I saw an article. Um, it, it really set me off. It said Larson's comment set NASCAR back 40 years. You, you can't base the whole sport off someone's comment. Mm-hmm. No, no. Did, did Kaepernick set NFL back 40 years when he did his, his kneel? No. That's one person. There was kind of a trend there. Yeah, maybe. But right. I don't think that should be solidified for the whole sport saying we step back 40 years. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I agree with you on that as well. I mean, we had a stereotype where we've done a lot to break that stereotype. Uh, we were talking about this in the beginning of the episode about how, you know, 20, 30 years ago, it was a little bit more commonplace. But in the last, I don't know, probably 15 years at least, it's the NASCAR community is some of the most welcoming community, regardless of race, gender, you know, whatever. Um, Absolutely. Uh, the whole uh, drive for diversity campaigns and the great things with the sport really opened a lot of doors for some people. A young lady from Owensboro here by the name of Lacey Minton was part of their uh, field last year. She didn't make it into the program, but uh, she went and, and hung out with some of the kids and did some driving and said it was a real opening experience of how welcoming the NASCAR community was. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I'm like you guys, like I said, I really wish they just wouldn't critique the whole sport for one comment that was made. Right. Uh, I go back. Uh, I pay for the NASCAR subscription every year where I can listen to in-car radio. Mm-hmm. Do I ever hear somebody drop the N-word? No. But there's some things said on there that you're thinking, man, if that was played on NBC Sports, what would happen? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I subscribe as well. So I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, if if some of those fellas knew how the other one talks about each other in the in-car radio, <laughs> that uh, they may not be as close to friends on and off the track. Very, very true. My question is, uh, Blue Emu with Bubba Wallace, is that just dropped for iRacing, or did they pull the sponsorship from the 43 car completely? I think they pulled it from the 43 car. Uh, I know that they've, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know the exact facts, but my impression was they're complete, cutting complete ties with Bubba, period. Interesting. That's That team, to be as historic as it is, is really grabbing for straws when it comes to funding. Yeah, we I think we talked about that maybe on our last episode or two episodes ago, mm-hmm. how that team struggles for sponsorship, and then for something like this to happen, is it could be very detrimental to them. I think we're going to see a completely different canvas and background once we get back to the actual track of how things are done. Um, I'm eager to see who's going to replace Larson that 42 car. What are your guys' opinions? I, I think there's only one person. That's Ross Chastain. He's already owned basically by Ganassi, and he's on loan to Roush, so I think they'll just pull him back from Roush. 
yeah, I think you're right there. And Chastain will be a good fit. He's for the amount of time and the races he's done, he's done well in that six car. Absolutely. Yeah, and they want they're going to want someone very marketable to take the place to help offset this negative impact that they've had. And his smile lights up a room. The dude's got perfect oh, yeah. teeth. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of interviewing and at both on and off the track on the phone and at the racetrack back at Kentucky in uh, last summer. He's a he's a great guy. He's a great interview. Uh, very respectful. And and like I mentioned earlier, you guys and, and, and myself, we're not NBC Sports, we're not MRN Radio, we're not Fox. But he treats us like as if we are. Mm-hmm. That that is true. That is true. We were supposed to have him on a show at one time, and his PR guy kind of dropped the ball, and he was on the show. Uh, but we've since that moment we've met him. I don't know ten times probably at the tracks and you know autograph sessions, whatever. And he's been nothing, nothing but pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. He'd be a great fit for that forty-two car, and and just put him in. And let's be honest, I don't think even though it's a Roush car, I don't think that six car is a fitting enough car for his driving ability. I I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree at all. Uh, so Blake, um, so Blake, who's going to be in the forty-eight then? Well, that I think threw a wrench into the plan too. You see some comments on social media of people who aren't very well informed, obviously, <laughs> saying that uh, Larson should be picked up by HMS before anybody else gets him. I thought, um, well, <laughs> no. Chevrolet is going to have some pin put in that, and Mister Hendrick is not going to try to you know force that hand on Chevrolet. Right. Yeah. If there's any team out there that won't take a potential negative persona image it's going to be hendrick they're not going to yeah, touch it, that don't going to look at him yeah um i think you're going to see i've seen some memes i haven't done research into it obviously it's either COVID on my stream right now or kyle larson memes yeah but <laughs> yeah. uh did stewart say he would be interested in taking him I don't know that if he come out and said it, but a lot of people are making that case, and it's a logical case just from the fact that Stewart is kind of the face of NASCAR controversy. Mm-hmm. And Especially I considering what he came back from. Exactly. So right. I can see him taking a chance, not in 2020. Uh, I don't think no. I don't think Larson will be back on track in 2020, but I can see maybe 2021 would be enough time for you know some other like the election is going to happen before then. So all the people will be blowed up and pissed off about that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they'll forget all about Kyle Larson. Man, speaking of election, uh, I'll go ahead and say it. I'm a Trump supporter. If you follow me, and you guys follow me on Facebook, you know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have no clue. It's a major controversy when Lionel put out this 47 Joe Nemechek Trump Pence car for purchase. <laughs> Tell us about I mean, it. I tried. I tried to get Gasman here to buy just it. Just blew up as a political back and forth between people. Like, my goodness, I just want to order a, you know, a 164 scale and add it to the collection. But Yeah, yeah, right. Crazy. What the hell? I didn't know as it went. As far as going who to the 48, man, I don't know. I don't think anybody in the Xfinity Series for Junior Motorsports is ready to go. If anybody be Justin Algar, and I still don't know if he's ready to go. No, I yeah. don't think I don't think so. I think he, unfortunately, I don't I don't know Blake. I don't know if he'll be back in the Cup Series. I, I'm not saying I don't want him to be, but um, yeah, I just don't know if he'll get that that shot again. Unfortunately, um, yeah, what's your say, thoughts? And he does good as where he's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah I exactly, agree. I, exactly. There's some people who just fit that mold, and I think he's good. Yeah, like you said, that's you know, him. And talking about you know Twitter things that that we've seen, um, you know, we, Jimmy Johnson has said, "Hey, I, I don't know, I might be back next year." You know, he's not really 
definitively said, I won't be back next year. I mean, he also hasn't said he will be back. So, you know, could Jimmy come back for one more year? I mean, he's not getting... I think that would be, I, I'm sure Mr. H would be all smiles about that. I'm sure Ally and his sponsorship would be too. Yeah, and Ally's already signed, I think, to like 2024 or something. So right. it wouldn't be a sponsorship issue. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think that uh, with this whole coronavirus kind of throwing a monkey wrench and everything, I think that is a more than a 50% chance that and, that and happens. And it's, it's not going to be a different car, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Uh, man, I hated to see that, but what I hate even more is they're talking about implementing it kind of a little in 2021, similar to what they did with the COT in 08. I hated that. Oh, that, that was horrible. Horrible. Because, uh, you know, these lower-funded teams, they got to build a, you know, this generation car and the new generation car and that's nowhere cost affordable for anybody right right so they are still talking about that i thought they said then definitely they had pushed it you know to they may have. And if they moved it to 2022 completely i'm i'm ecstatic about that okay. i thought they I, I think that was a development this past week i, I think. think that they had that's good yeah because that whole implementation of a car through the season it's, running one track here this car one one track another car yeah it's horrible awful. horrible yeah. idea yeah for sure so what's your favorite track that you've ever been to? My favorite track I have ever been to is Darlington. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know why, but it seems like when you go into that racetrack, the temperature goes up 25 degrees from where outside the parking lot. It's awful to be there. Uh, we sat there 2019, we went, or 2018, excuse me, for the Southern 500. Uh miserable hot for Saturday's Xfinity race, but uh, Sunday turned out pretty well. Uh, storm rolled in earlier in the day and kind of cooled things off, but that's a great track. Old school facility. Um, not much upgrades has been going on, but it's a great track to go to. I encourage anyone to go to Darlington for history and just some good racing. I heard that the town's really nice too. It is. Um, we, uh, we went down there and we cross into South Carolina. I thought, man, we're almost here. No, you still have another six hours <laughs> to get there. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was really neat to see just the old track and just the history. I mean, and like I've mentioned, I'm a, I'm a huge Elliott fan, both Bill and Chase, and just to see, you know, this is the track that Elliott claimed the Winston Million had in '85, and it's just a really neat complex. Like I said, nothing fancy. It's just an old-school, cool racetrack to go to. Um, we sat in the older set of grandstands on the exit of four. We saw earlier in the year, we went, man, they're going to upgrade this. They're adding, you know, shade and all that. No, they did not in the Pearson Tower. Uh, old schools that got that day. Okay. That's pretty right. awesome. Um, Blake, you mentioned a few minutes ago you were uh, something about picking up a 164th car, and I think I've seen you check into a diecast store in Evansville before. So do you collect diecast or just kind of here or there? Um, old school diecast there in Evansville. They're a great little company um, right there off uh, I-69 there. Okay. Great Pilot little place there. I do collect diecast. Uh, I'm sitting here looking at just a sample of my 124 scales. I got everything from Bill Elliott's first wind car from riverside 1982 my latest edition i got up there is chase elliott's uh watkins Glen wind car from last year still waiting on the roval car to come in but it's pretty sweet looking from the renderings i saw 
Cool, cool. So do you pretty much, do you just collect race wins or pretty much anything and everything or just selective? How, how do you determine That's what, what you... That's what I transition to is race wins. Uh, man, you know, if you try to collect every car, your favorite driver races every season, you're going to go broke. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Lugs knows, trust they, me. They, Lugs yeah, knows. I, I did the same thing, man. You know, growing up, I was a Gordon fan and I collected, you know, everything that I could. And then it came to a point where... You know, it's like when he retired, I, that's when I said, all right, that's enough. I'm just going to be selective, you know, on, on chase or whoever it is I decide to pick up, you know? So it it is, I, I don't see how anybody can afford to buy everybody's, you know, schemes every year. It's just gotten kind of ridiculous. The only non-race wins cars I have bought in the last few seasons is I bought Bill Elliott's 23 uh, ISM Connect car he ran at Watkins Glen. They're the Road America on that mm. one race return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which was the same weekend as, uh, or actually it was a couple weekends later, the Chase drove that throwback Elliott car at Darlington. I bought it because we were at the racetrack. Other than that, it's race wins only. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Lugs bought the uh, Millennial um, car, right? From Harvick. Kevin Harvick's. Yeah. 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 The yep. pink one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> The Yeet Mobile, yeah, yeah, you know, we, you know, funny kind of things like that. I'll pick up here, or there, or if if there's a specific brand, you know, like I actually uh, enjoy the uh, the Natterday uh, paint yeah. scheme, so I, I picked up that that Chris Busher paint scheme. So little things like that, I I'll had pick my up. First Natterday last week, I was naturally not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones you have? Which flavor? Uh, strawberry lemonade. Okay. I don't know if I have this strawberry. Yeah, lemonade. yeah, you have. Is that the Little Hot Beaches? No, that's 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 the, peach, right? That's the other one. Okay. Yeah, it had flamingos on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's the one I got in my garage <laughs> fridge. It has an acquired it, taste it, to it. Yeah, it's one of those Blake. You can maybe have one or two, but it's not something you can and then drink. Then you're gonna have a diabetic attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. You can't true. have too many. <laughs> Very true. So Blake, our listener before you uh, wants to know. Um, he told us to ask you this. What is a bold-ass prediction for this season when we get go back racing? A bold-ass prediction. <laughs> yeah, so for example, I threw out there the first race back, William Byron wins. That's. I don't think that's that bold. I think that's very realistic. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, Hendrick is – I'll say it. I think Hendrick is back. I think Chevrolet is back. Uh, yes, I, I, I agree. agree. Um. How is this going to change what people are doing in the shop? On well, shops are kind of I guess shut down for right now in Charlotte area. Uh, I mean, some of them we're talking to. We've had a couple of crew chiefs or a crew chief on the show, and um, he mentioned that they're still doing a little bit here and there. So because you wonder, are these teams who thought and eh, twenty twenty, let's get the let's get to this new car. Well, that's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you going to see Toyota put more focus back in on 2020? Are you going to see Gibbs doing better? I mean, I don't know. Bold prediction? Hmm. Here, I'll I'll help you out. I'll give you what Lug said, which is the dumbest-ass prediction <laughs> hey, I ever heard. Hey, it was a bold-ass prediction, man. Yeah, so Lug says that Larson drives the six car. <laughs> I think you're going to see Ryan Newman return to that car when it returns to the track. I agree. I, we discussed I, that. I agree. But, hey, that's my bold-ass prediction. That's what it is. <laughs> Um, that's beyond. Yeah, that. I don't know. Uh, that I mean, I could see that. It, it, Ryan Newman, there are really no updates been going on with that, so I'm not sure. Crazier things have happened in this sport. That is 110 <laughs> percent accurate. Crazier <laughs> things have happened. Uh, bold ass prediction. 
Matt Benedetto wins three races. Ooh. Oh man, interesting. That is interesting. Very bold. <laughs> that is. Yeah. And, you know, I uh, actually think he's been doing better than I thought he was going to do. Yeah, they are. Um, that team, of course, we all know that's a fourth Penske car outside of a different shop. Right. Uh, they've done well. Um, I don't know, uh, but I, I think the Benedetto's going to have a good season. Um, man, I don't know. I'd like to see Ryan Newman back, I, and I think he will when that six car returns to the track. But I don't know how well he'll perform. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I that, think he'll be that's back with, but... without the injury. I think it's just performance issue on the car. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Benedetto wins three races and. Chase Elliott wins the championship. Ooh. Okay. 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 That's a personal yeah. mass prediction. <laughs> yeah. And, but, and, yeah. And, you know, and a wish, right? <laughs> and a wish, absolutely. Uh, my wife does not wish it happens, though, because if she knows if that happens, there comes a hat and a T-shirt and the championship <laughs> die cast. Yeah. Whatever yeah. else I come across. Exactly. And there'll there's be a lot. Oh, my there's, goodness. There's can, nothing wrong with that. Can you imagine the merchandise they pump out of Chase One? Holy crap. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember when he won the 2014 Xfinity Championship. I'm sitting there looking at the autographed die cast set with his dad, T-shirts, hats. <laughs> I've got his helmet from 2014 year. It's uh, you know, i got quite a bit sitting there looking at my office. <laughs> it might be as much... The, you know, merchandise. If Junior was to come back and win a championship, oh God! Well, I think God. I think I mentioned on your all's Facebook post. They made diecast of his virtual reality yes. iRacing car. Yes. Yeah, they did. Yes. Yeah, they did. And it's... I don't even think it was pre-order. I think it was like this is happening. Yeah, exactly. It is. It blows my mind. I'm like, they must be really freaking hurting making diecasts right now, or not having any sales when they have to start mooching off the Dell Junior train again. <laughs> Yeah, and I guarantee you there's people that ordered it as soon as it popped up. Oh, on yeah. The Absolutely. Without doubt. Without yeah. doubt. And that's then, just free publicity for Hellman's. Yeah, that's <laughs> You're true. Right. That's true. They did offer uh, Timmy Hill's iRacing car, too, which I thought was you know, at least a somewhat step in the right direction that a guy like Timmy could you know, be offered his own diecast. I thought that at least that was a little bit of compensatory uh, move there. Yeah, that would be it. Kind of make yourself look better than trying to focus on Junior. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. That is uh, true. I guess we're racing Richmond this weekend. I racing. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you think we're going to see any lower amount of participation than we did before this Lyler or Kyle Larson situation happened? I, I don't think we'll see lower participation, but I think we'll see lower viewership from fans. I agree. So why why haven't you gotten on the i i racing train? You know, I tried it a few years ago, and I, to be honest with you, I had really shitty internet, and uh, I was always glitching, and uh, I just, man, I, I just can't get into it, because if I'm one of those, or if I want to do something, I want to go all or nothing, I'd want to have a huge sim rig. Yeah. But yeah. you see what Timmy Hill does with just his desk and a, and right. a clamp. Right. You don't happen to have a steering wheel still sitting around, do <laughs> I, I do not. No, Damn I, I bought a cheap one, and I ended up selling it to one of the troopers at work. So, okay, uh, he does some eye racing on on the DL every once in a while. But okay. Uh, okay. I'd rather just watch, commentate, and uh, and give my unbeknownst answers to questions and my personal opinion on things and drive. <laughs> Understand? Yeah, about a crew chief, kind of like uh, 
like Blaney West Elliott. Yeah, there you go. Sit back, drink a beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So being a big Elliott fan that you are, you had the uh, chance to go down to the pool hall and do a show last year, right? Yeah, I did. Last October, I went down there and spent a couple of days in Dawsonville. Uh, not only just racing the beautiful town, small, quiet atmosphere. Um, it really is. I went, uh, I've got a good friend who lives down there, and he's put us in contact with the Elliott family. Went and toured the old Elliott shop. Uh, some, you know, there's not just Elliott's from Dawsonville. There's five Daytona 500 winners from Dawsonville, Georgia. Wow. Um, Lloyd C is one of them. Uh, you know, Raymond Parks is another one. Dawsonville is a really big racing town, and I encourage anybody. I had no idea. Just take the trip down there and tour their uh, their Hall of Fame is really something to see. Hmm. That's right. awesome. How how uh, far of a drive is that from here? Uh, it's about six hours. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's not too bad at all. Um, yeah, about an hour, hour and 15 north of the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I encourage anyone to go down there, check it out. It, uh, the pool hall has a great burger. Uh, they welcomed us with open arms that weekend. It was great. Um, didn't get to meet Chase. I actually, uh, that was the weekend, ran second at Kansas. And I thought I was going to hear the pool siren <laughs> ring, but I didn't yeah. get to you finish second that day. But he advanced on to the next round of the championship. So that was exciting. Awesome. Yeah, that's. I'm a little jealous. I would love to do that. Yeah, it's it, like I said, it's really neat down there. I made some good friends. My shows actually, uh, they asked for a copy of it. It's now playing in the Hall of Fame as you walk through a portion of it. Wow. Some of the interviews I had that day. So that's really neat. That's awesome. And, and it's the only place in the United States that you can check out an awesome, badass Bill Elliott race win car. Pay your water bill because there are city buildings connected to it, and get a bottle of moonshine on your way out from Bill Elliott's Dawsonville Moonshine Distillery. <laughs> Same building. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Multitasking. Absolutely. So, Blake, you have any questions for us? Uh, I'm, when do you guys think we're going to get back to racing? Oh shit! Man, I I hope the end of May. I really hope. Uh, hopefully sooner, obviously. But I, I think yeah. it's going to be middle to late May. Unfortunately, I mean, I really hoped, you know, we were going to get going at Martinsville, and then Virginia instituted that stay-at-home order. I I just I'm afraid May 9th is going to be too early. Yeah, I you think we're going to see full grandstands. You think we're going to no. see no fans at all? I think I, no fans. I think the first race back, second race back, we were not, we're not going to have fans at all. I think we'll be lucky to have fans for the final ten races. Honestly, I agree. Wow, and, and that goes for our world too. Um, I don't, to be honest with you, I'd love to say I'm going to go to a couple of races this year as media. I don't think they're going to allow us in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Um, yeah, our schedules got all screwed up on what we could and maybe not attend. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think I didn't even think about that, but you're probably right where maybe just especially big media is allowed in, but not the little guys. Mm-hmm. I still want to know what happened at Atlanta for that situation to change on Friday morning so fluid in three hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was – it was it's insane. Like somebody, it was... I don't, I don't know, because they were going to get there. They were like, eh, no fans. Okay, well, we kind of accustomed to that. Figured that was going to happen. And we're going to run it in two days. I talked to my buddy Ben Rhodes, who's from Owensboro, who's from Louisville, Kentucky, racing the truck series. Called Ben and said, hey, Ben, what's up? He said, well, we're running tonight. 
Hmm. Well, never mind. They're sending everybody home. Yeah. No racing at all. Goodness. And, you know, some of those smaller teams, uh, that you, you guys, you know, you're, you're good buddies with some of them. Yeah. They yeah. traveled down there and yeah. got sent back without any purse money. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It, it hurts. That's a lot of money. That hurts. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope the, I hope end of May we get something obviously sooner than that, but I, I, I really hope by, you know, Memorial day, we're going again, even if it's without fans, that's better than nothing at all. I see NASCAR having a big welcome back party Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a that's a good time to kick it off, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's just gonna be a lot different. It's just gonna be a lot to get used to. I don't think you will see thirty six races ran this season. Really? Okay. I don't. I just don't see it. Um, I hope there is because I mean I love I, I, my wife has learned I can actually function on Sunday afternoons uh, <laughs> yeah. between February and November. I didn't know I could do that myself. <laughs> right. But uh, I mean it's going to be tough with weather. I mean if it rains out in the middle of the week, there goes a weekend. Luckily, there are a few built-in race weekends that are empty this year that could help out. Yeah. Yeah. Now we've got the Olympics open now too. Yeah. Yep. That so. is true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So that's a couple of weeks there. We can get, try to get caught up on a little bit. But still, man, well, it's just a shitty year. 2020 blows. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what tracks do you think NASCAR will not go to if they have to make a choice where not to go? I think anywhere where there's two. So I think one of the Kansas races will be off the schedule. Um, I'm maybe, hoping they – yeah, I'm, that, I'm with you there. Um, maybe at Bristol. I'm hoping they don't knock out the second Bristol race. But I guess if they had a cut and it's a duplicate, maybe – Maybe, yeah. Um, Just do I one night that. race. Are yeah. they going to go all the way to Homestead? I, I, I mean, Homestead is so far down there to be able to compare it with another race, unless they do Daytona and Homestead, and Homestead's like the midweek race. But right, that could happen. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's a good. Uh, that's a good idea. Honestly, have a have a Homestead on a Wednesday and hit Daytona on the way back up. Yeah, yeah man. So you would not want to do the other way around because you're not going to come back with a clean car. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. That is true. Uh, man, it's just so tough to even think about how it's going to be. Uh, there's such. It seems okay. I'm not much into logistics, but this seemed like a logistical nightmare. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you think just for the race teams, uh, your media, uh, Fox, and I mean, how's this going to work? The Fox races that are canceled, are they going to broadcast them in the fall and NBC? You're going to take them over. How's this going to work? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great question. And then you have these smaller teams. that's going to have to have a super speedway car and an intermediate track car all within the same vicinity going from track to track in the same week and trying to do the exchanges and the, and the haulers and just, it's going to be a nightmare. Not to mention, you know, the the team personnel, they already work their asses off and, and don't get to see their families, but, it's going to be even worse whenever yeah. we start having multiple races a week, you know, potentially things like that. Could this be a test run for some midweek races in 2021 whose schedule has been released yet? I, I think so. I think so. And also I think it's going to be a test to maybe even prove per se uh, that we need a shorter schedule. I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree. Personally, uh, right here, let's take New Hampshire off the books. Not a New Hampshire fan. 
Okay. Yeah, I I, I kind of like New Hampshire, but in the grand scheme of things, it's definitely one of the lowest on the list. Yeah. And like you said, I love Kentucky, and and you, that's as close a track as you guys too. Yeah. Maybe close about Indy, about the same. But let's be honest, that's a snooze fest. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it is. It is. I think last year wasn't too bad, um, but years previously it was pretty rough. Yeah, uh, they had a decent crowd. The racing was decent, but it, I've been to plenty of races. It's just like sometimes it's just I don't know. It seems like you've mentioned it's a redheaded stepchild. Yeah, it's th- what Bruton wanted to make Bruton happy and get <laughs> what Bruton wanted. You know, it didn't start off too well with the whole traffic issues. It kind of yes, got a bad. I was there that day. I was too. <laughs> it was not fun. Did, how long did you sit in traffic for? Actually, my uncle was doing the driving. We went the back way through Carrollton and avoided all the interstate traffic and got there at around about the time we wanted to, which was early afternoon. We were there for whoever performed the concert that day, but I seen horror pictures and, and everything. And, uh, state police was given down the road because of, you know, they should have done better and done this and done that. Well, state police's fault wasn't getting cars parked. Uh, only bad problem we had is we rode with my uncle and then another, family member drove a second vehicle we there was probably 12 to 15 of us there that weekend we had to put we were going in nose to tail they made us park two completely different parking areas would not let us park together oh wow wow and so we had to train in cell phone signal was awful unless you were sprinter <laughs> next tail at that time who had the tower there at the racetrack and of course it was awful with everybody on their cell phone trying to get in contact with everybody it was a bitch trying to find where your friends and family <laughs> right. were yeah right and let's paint the picture for the fans listening. The Kentucky Speedway is middle of fucking nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> they have built a they've built around the speedway. There's a red roof in. There is a gas station yeah. and a shut down titty bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is it. <laughs> yeah. I, I do remember that. We were pretty fortunate. We got there early early enough. Uh, where we were still able to park and, you know, tailgate a little bit before the race started. But I remember, you know, green flag was underway. Even halfway through the race, you could still see just headlights of cars just not moving, you know, on, yes. on the horizon. Like, it was it was crazy. Yeah, that uh, that did not bode well. And I, still, I, don't, I don't know if they'll ever recover from that. I don't think so. Uh, you put bad taste in people's mouth. I mean, that's yeah, kind of exactly. like going to a Chinese restaurant after coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> All right. Um well I, I don't have anything else for Blake. Do you have yeah. anything for Blake? I, I don't, Blake. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate talking to you and should we should do this more often. Yeah, I would love oh, to guys, do I appreciate it. A, yeah, I would love to do a uh, co show sometime. Uh have you call Absolutely. in. Absolutely. So whatever well, my governor let me cross the bridge and not get in trouble. Yeah, you, there yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be cool. Exactly. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for calling in, sir. You've been great. and uh, It was great meeting you at Bristol. I'm glad we made this friendship. Oh, yeah. What are the chances when, you know, <laughs> my wife and I and then, and then you guys hop in the same media shuttle sitting there. And, yeah, my uh, wife and I. Both 45 minutes from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Crazy, exactly. crazy. Yep. Good deal. And, well. we're, and we were both redheaded stepchild to the uh, the Bristol people that were treated <laughs> like shit. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> that was an interesting experience. Yes, yes. 
Well, thanks again, Blake. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Thanks, guys. You'll have a good one. Hey, right, too. Bye. All right, folks, that was our friend Blake Smith. Uh, again, fantastic guy. I'm glad we had a chance to meet him. Um, I've been over, uh, kind of seen his show. Um, he let me talk on his show before. Yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of dirt racing, go uh, look up um, Hot Laps with Blake Smith on Facebook. He's got yeah. a Facebook page, uh, but go give him a follow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he focuses a lot on Southern Indiana, Kentucky, uh, dirt track dra- drivers, actually pretty much all kinds of racing. Um, and the, uh, I met the girl that Lacey met I met her and I follow her on Facebook now as well, just, uh, see her career and she's like, she's doing really well. So, uh, hope, hopefully they'll continue and maybe we can have her on the show as well sometime. So anyway, folks, we will talk to you next week. Hopefully not about Kyle Larson. And the check and flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.